What's the latest in U.S. data breach notification legislation? Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today with a man who literally wrote the book on the topic, Phil Alexander, an Information Security Officer with Wells Fargo Bank. Phil, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you, Tom. The pleasure is all mine. Phil, it's been some years since we first discussed this topic, about the time you wrote the book. What have you been working on the past couple of years? Well, as you said, I, I uh, am an information security officer for Wells Fargo Bank, and uh, one of the things I've been doing since uh, publishing the first book back in uh, 2007 is uh, keeping track of the trends. And over the past uh, handful of years, additional states have published their own database disclosure laws, and some states have, have updated their existing database disclosure laws. Now, Phil, when you first wrote the book, I believe there were 30, 35 states that had data breach notification legislation. How many are there now? Uh, as of right now, a total of 46 states have their own data breach disclosure laws. So really, it's easier to ask you which ones don't. Yes, that is the shorter list. The four states that currently do not have data breach disclosure laws include Alabama, Kentucky, New Mexico, and South Dakota. Phil, you talked about some of the trends, and I know you've updated your book. In your research and your writing, what have you found to have changed, and what are the biggest trends that we're seeing now in data breach notification laws that have been passed? All right. Well, a common trend that I'm seeing is reliance on encryption. The overwhelming majority of states say if you do suffer a breach of covered data, but that data was encrypted, uh, that could be a, that means you don't have to disclose to your customers, but that is not universal, and there are a couple states that have some very interesting variances on that. Well, Phil, I want to ask you about a couple of states in particular. Tell us about Nevada and the impact of their legislation. Nevada is a very interesting case. Um, they have some instances where they re, uh, encryption is required. Now, this is not, quote-unquote, just in the vein of if data is encrypted, you don't have to disclose in the event of a breach. It's saying if you have this data, encryption is required. Um, and I find that interesting. Another uh, interesting component of the Nevada state law is their reference to PCI or the payment card industry. Uh, they make a specific reference that if you have payment card data, that must be encrypted. The reason I find that interesting is PCI is very focused on credit cards and debit card information and not so much on other pieces of sensitive information, for example, a social security number, a mortgage account account number, a checking account number. So I see that as a little a potential disconnect because the state law says encryption required and focuses on PCI, but it also mentions sensitive data that's not specific to PCI. Have you seen any other states pick up on that PCI aspect, Phil? At, th at this point, no. I mean, they don't specifically mention PCI, but they do include uh, PCI data you know, as their list of sensitive data. But Nevada is somewhat unique in calling out PCI specifically. Phil, another unique state is Massachusetts, and they're reputed to have the toughest data breach notification law in the country. What can you tell us about that? And Massachusetts is uh, fairly unique where it stands right now. Um, in their law, it states encryption is required 
for protected data transmitted over a public network. A lot of people would uh, interpret that to mean the Internet. Uh, data transmitted wireless, wirelessly, and data transmitted on external mobile devices. That could be, um, say, your phone, a laptop, say, putting it on, on a thumb drive. Now, they say the, uh, the encryption is required. That's not protection of notification of a breach. It says if you have data on a resident of the state of Massachusetts, encryption is required. Now, just to be clear, we're not talking about a business that necessarily is physically located in Massachusetts. Oh, absolutely not. That's, that's, a, that's an excellent point. This is not just you have a brick-and-mortar presence in the state of Massachusetts. I mean, this is the Internet age. And if your customers are a resident, I mean, your store or your physical presence could be in any state, but because of the Internet and because of your, because of your online exposure, you know, your customers could very well be residents of the state of Massachusetts, and that law would apply. Now, a question that always comes up when we talk about these laws is that they certainly are, are strict, and they've got some harsh punishments attached to them, but where's the teeth in the compliance efforts here? Have we seen states really put an effort into ensuring that organizations are compliant with these laws? That's an interesting point. In the event of a breach, you know, you know, a lot of states, you know, then, you know, the notifications or, you know, you know, prove to us, show to us that you were encrypting, show to us that, say, data was, you know, redacted. By that I mean, you know, we've all seen, like, credit card statements where all but the last four numbers of your credit card are blacked out. So that would be an example of what redacted means. What we're waiting to see is, like, in, with the Massachusetts example, are the respective state agencies staffed to the point where, you know, now that since Massachusetts requires encryption, are they doing audits even before a breach even occurs? Are they going out there to companies in Massachusetts that have sensitive data and doing that kind of audit? Um, you know, my opinion is I don't really think they're staffed for, for an undertaking of that size. Phil, there's been a lot of talk about the possibility of a federal breach notification law. Do you expect to see such legislation enacted sometime in 2011? You know, I'm not so sure it will happen in 2011 uh, by virtue of a few things. One, uh, the, the larger uh, issues that the federal government uh, has faced and the fact that now that you would call you can consider they have a divided government now with uh, one party in charge of the House and the other party in charge of uh, the Senate and the White House. But it is something a lot of that a lot of companies are looking for. You know, can we have one standard nationwide that we can all abide by? And I think that would help because right now you're they're looking at you know 46 slightly different standards. Phil, for an organization like yours, you do business in all of these states. What advice do you offer for those who are trying to navigate 46 different breach notification right. laws? Yeah. What I look at is what, you, what I recommend the companies do is you know try to find common denominators you know things that you can do that meet the bulk of the laws you know especially you know in states where you have a customer presence not you know not just a physical presence like we discussed earlier but a customer presence and I also you know recommend don't go to a low, the lowest common denominator don't do the absolute minimum you know you know to you know uh, for compliance. You know, show that you are you know doing some due diligence, and you know, reach for the, the higher bar. That only not only looks good with uh, regulators and auditors, but I think it looks good in the eyes of your customers as well. 
Now, Phil, what's up next with you? I know you've updated your book once, but do you expect you'll be doing further updates or any training on these issues? Actually, um, I'm scheduled to do some training on this issue uh, later this month. I've also been contacted, uh, potentially about writing a uh, fourth book on data security, so I'm t taking that under advisement with uh, the family and uh, seeing if there's a fourth book in there somewhere. Very good, Phil. It's always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thanks so much for taking time to talk with me today. Thank you, Tom. My pleasure. We've been talking about data breach notification laws. We've been talking with the man who wrote the book on it, Phil Alexander with Wells Fargo Bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.